My name is Jim Drumheller, and I'm here with my broadcast colleague, Jim Bruno. We'll be talking about the Flyers coming in after the uh, bye week, the All-Star break, and all that fun stuff. We'll be talking WWE Royal Rumble. We'll be talking about uh, Tito Ortiz's retirement fight, the interesting words from Conor McGregor that came out recently, and UFC 208. And we'll be talking about a little bit about the Eagles, mostly about the Super Bowl. So, Jim, let's, let's get right into these flyers. Yeah. I know you've been waiting all week for this one, buddy. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Dickhead. Steve Mason. <laughs> can't string it together. You know what it is? He's got another goalie behind him again. It's not... he's he's He only plays when his back is against the wall. And I tell you, Neubert looked sharp last night. Eh? He didn't have to. I mean, they did what you're supposed to do when your goaltending is struggling. He limited shots. Tightened up defensively. Oh, there's a fucking novel idea. Right. Huh? And they beat the freaking Canadians. Soundly, there like you it was, go. It was it was quite the game, but I mean, heading into this All Star break, you string together <clears> three straight against teams that aren't a joke. You knocked off the Islanders, you knocked off the Rangers, you shut out the Rangers, and then you knocked off the Maple Leafs who are surging at the moment. And then you come into the break, and like the Flyers always do after a break, like they have all season, they just yeah. shit the bed in Carolina. Wow. <laughs> when, you have, when you have a one-night break, they seem to be shitting the bed. Yeah, right? They should just play all their games in a row. They actually are very good. <laughs> Back-to-backs. Yeah. Back-to-backs, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, I mean, that Carolina game, through the first two and a half periods, the first two and a half periods, like there's another, yeah. yeah. Through the first two and a half periods, they only had six shots. Carolina had five goals. <laughs> I did fucking read that, man. Wow. Talk about, like, giving the goalie an off night. Yeah, no kidding. Jesus Christ. What did they end up with? Like 17 shots? They ended or up with 16. They had a four nah. at the end. They got the goalie off the ice and started shooting. <laughs> nah. Well, just took that one extra guy for the Flyers. But then, and then, you know, they came back what was it, last night. A three to one on the Canadians. A very tight defensive performance. They played very well. We got goals from Claude Giroux. Oh, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got one from Matt Reed. There you go. Broke he was bad. he was pretty hot in the end yeah. of the season. He scored the first five games. He's got yeah. seven total so far. <laughs> I'm not even joking. He broke like a 26 game score last year. Nice. Yeah. Good to see his showing up there, earning that paycheck. And then Couturier potted an empty netter. Good for Couturier. But it's good. I don't want any more breaks, and it, it worries me because you know we talked about it. Well, the they're out of breaks, so you're good. Well, we talked about it at the beginning of the season, though. They were playing a lot of games in a row, a lot of back to backs early in the season, a lot of busy schedule. Yep. Which means that the schedule at the back end of the season is going to be lighter. Yeah. I don't want it lighter anymore. <laughs> exactly. I don't. <clears throat> I want the beginning of the season back. But, I mean, that's that. So, what kind of momentum do they have? Like, where where is this team going? Who are they? That's my yeah, question. And, they're I, what they were last year. Just, we're going to middle around. They'll probably squeak in. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a rebuilding team. Again, the okay. interesting part about last night is they Are you going to tell me to trust the process here? Uh, no. No? No, we don't talk sexy. <laughs> uh, I think they trademarked the, the term. 
But uh, the interesting note coming out of last night's game, though, was you know how they finally tightened up and played strong defensively. It was a good all-around performance. They sat the kids. Is that what happened? Both Gostasbury and Connecty were scratched. But Proveroff was still in there. Oh, Proveroff's a beast. <laughs> that dude's a freaking nature. You, you, yeah, he's a nuts, dude. He's really playing well. Really very quietly playing well. And it's tough to ignore. I mean, you look at the... You, you look, if you were to go to try to buy a jersey on NHL.com, you look up the Flyers and the two names that immediately come up are Giroux and Proveroff. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. Hey. He's everything he was built to be, huh? You know what? You always want to buy a jersey from the young prospect because you know he's going to be there a lot. Yeah, exactly. That's why I got my uh, Eagles jersey, my Fletcher Cox. And, yeah. Like his second year in the league, so I never buy a rookie's jersey. I just thought it was because you loved Cox. Well, hey, 91 of them. Right. There you go. <laughs> a running tally. Like the guy who has the Browns jersey with all the quarterbacks on yeah. Right. <laughs> 25. Isn't it something like 25? It's, we- yeah, it's getting ridiculous. Yeah. They'll probably be a new one next year. I think they're probably looking at Kessel, but we'll get there. <laughs> uh, the, the one bright spot in the Flyers, though, has been Wayne Simmons. Yeah, MVP of the All-Star game, and he's fucking... He, he's the guy I've told you from day one. Yeah, he's returned to L.A. Just, just awesome. Yeah. Just and awesome. He's really... Because when he came here from L.A., when he came here from L.A., he was a total goon. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, he was a throw-in to get Braden Shen. Mm-hmm. He was not known for his scoring. But he was young, and he certainly developed a scoring touch. He's got 21 goals on the year so far, which puts him on pace for about 35-40. And what are his uh, previous years? Last, let's say last two, three years, because it seems like since he's been here, yeah, he's I been mean, a scoring fucking machine. It's it's a steady increase, like much yeah. like Braden Shen. His numbers mm-hmm. get better every year. Um, but it, it's really opened up this year. All right. The floodgates are, I think he had like 20 last year, maybe. Something like that. Yeah. Sure. Not a whole lot of people had a whole... The scoring wasn't real good last year. No. <laughs> no. That was... You know, you had Mason going out there and standing on his head. Yeah. He only well, scored he a goal, so it didn't yeah, matter. Exactly. You're, you're winning a lot one to nothing, right? But he won the All-Star Game MVP, and, I mean, he's really been outstanding. I agree. I mean, you're not... It's, 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 it's a shame. Like, I hope he can keep it up, because if he can keep it up, that's a big cog. He just got a new deal. Not too long ago. That was last year, wasn't it? Yeah. So he's going to be here for a while. And it's only like 3.8. He's not making a lot. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think that what it is is they're probably waiting for him to drop off. Right. You have a yeah. guy that could, you know, in his career hasn't really been that big of a scorer, and here you go, he's just lighting the world on fire. Right. Yeah, but eventually that drops off. But after two, three years of doing it, you yeah, can't say of, that. Speaking of drop-offs, how about that Shane Gosses bear? <laughs> Who? Yeah. Uh, oh, the ghost. Right. Yeah, because that's what he seems to be. The one thing, he, it was funny because he was talking to reporters not long ago, and they asked him about how he wasn't scoring anything, and he's like, guys, I'm a defenseman. But you weren't saying that last year. Right. <laughs> but I mean, and the thing of it is, is and it, it rubs off with Konechny too, and it's a shame. What Gostas Bear did that rookie season was special, and people yeah. don't really seem to realize that. It kind of like, now it's expected of him, and it's expected of all the prospects coming in. Yeah. And that's not really fair. Mm-mm. I mean, Gustav came in and set records, like NHL records. You figure out how many rookies come in a year on all yeah. the teams? Yeah. And, he's, you know, he's the only one that did it. <laughs> yeah, it's truth. That's what the records are all about, right? Yeah, the problem is he's not playing well defensively. And Konechny's biggest problem is turnover. The whole team's got turnover issues. So you got a defensive player that's not playing defense, and he's not scoring. So what is he really doing for you? Right. Well, he's, he's the sophomore slump. That's what he's doing. Yeah. And he's been benched three times. So Yeah. They made a big deal about putting him up in the, the box that one game. Right. Yeah, it worked for a few games, and then right on back. Yeah. 
They brought him back the next game. He scored. Yep. But again, he's not a scorer. So you don't. It's nice that he scores, but you really shouldn't expect it too much from him. Exactly. You, you like you can't expect the same production out of him that you get out of uh, Wayne Simmons, or, right? Or Giroux or Voracek or any of these guys, because you know that's kind of what they do. I is, figure it this way. Kimo Timonen was a great defense, beloved in this town. Absolutely beloved. How many goals did he score here? Not very many. Six, seven? Yeah, wasn't very yeah. many. He's a defenseman. He's not supposed to be. But you got to play defense. Play your end of the puck. So, speaking of defensemen and the All-Star game. Right. We got we got to roll into this, dude. Pretty Chris Pronger. Yeah. Chris Pronger not only checked in. Cause, yeah, it's the All-Star game. You're not yeah. really going out there and hitting. But no, Chris <laughs> Pronger. It wasn't the All-Star game proper. They did this, like, NHL superstars and alumni and celebrities game. Yeah. And, like, Jerry Bruckheimer played Cuba Gooding Jr. at a goal. Oh, really? Right. He's uh, he's on pace to match Goss to Spare's production. <laughs> uh, which is good, because Cuba is it's the most he's done in, like, 10 years. Well, yeah, he worked for the WWE for a little while, so. Dead in. Yeah. He was, uh, a, he was a writer or something. Sure. I know Freddie Prince was a writer. Ah, maybe, maybe that's who it was. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Another role stolen from Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Pronger was out there and decides he's going to have a little fun. So he not only checked Justin Bieber, but as Bieber's trying to recover from the check, just grinds him face first into the glass yep. in the corner. And he held him there for a good four seconds. You see, the thing is, Pronger way, way, way pulled up on that. He could have literally could killed him. He, he could have sent him into the friggin' audience the way yeah. with that hit. And you saw it if you're watching the play. The way Bieber's coming across, and you see Pronger coming yeah. to the screen, you're like, like, is he going to hit him? <laughs> oh, is he going to do this? Yeah. He's... Oh, man. But, uh, so every teenage if... girl's wet dream was, you know, Justin Bieber or whatever. Me, to get him, see him splatted against that fucking glass was yes. my wet dream. Yes, that was the one. <laughs> and it was funny. Hey, all these teenage girls want Bieber pressed on the wall, and Pronger's the one that got <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, there it is. He took him by force. The you size look, disparity. If you look at, if you watch the whole thing, like, live, or yeah. even on tape or whatever. Pronger's laughing the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> But it looks like like a scene from a jail. He's got him yeah. pressed up against the wall. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it it looks like a scene from Oz. Yeah, exactly. But That's it, what I'm looking for, Oz. It was funny because they had asked Pronger about it after the game. Now, Pronger's the head of the Department of Player Safety. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's him, not a player. They asked him about it. Not after the game was recently, like a day or two ago. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know, just having a little fun. That's what hockey just is. messing with him. The yeah. size disparity was hilarious. Yeah. It looked like a kid trying to wrestle his dad. Well, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> I mean, Beaver's what, 20, 21, if that? You know, joking around, they asked him, any supplemental discipline for the hit? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, yeah, $5 fine. Yeah, well, $5. Man. Yeah, $5 to hit Justin Bieber. I'm in. Oh, God. Shit. A whole paycheck fucking on that one. Absolutely. But, yeah, Chris Brock, God, I wish he was back. He played a lot of hockey this year. Yeah. He played the Flyers alum game. He played in that. Yeah, no kidding. He's having fun. Yeah, as long as, you know, you can guarantee he won't be hit, right? Right. You know, that's a, that's a shame. Great player. But the Flyers, they got 30 games left. What kind of record do you see the next 30? Uh, a lot of them are home games. Okay. And they're markedly better at home. So, like I said, they're in the eighth seed now. Oh, they're back into the, yeah. the, the hunt. Oh, they okay. got it back immediately. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that little three-game streak before the All-Star break. It helped. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, Against the Rangers, the Islanders. The Islanders are getting kicked out of Brooklyn. Really? And the Barclays don't want them anymore. <laughs> they don't make enough money. Like we can make money, more money doing other things. Tell the truth. Uh, their attendance is abysmal. Is it? Yeah. Are they just that shitty of a team? Yeah. Oh. No, they're a good team. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, you. You got to make money. Right. <laughs> Rule number one in business. Brooklyn's not exactly hockey town. <laughs> no. Probably 
put another uh, New York team We're in We're talking about building basketball. a building. I'm building a near a, what is it, City Park? Okay. Mets play up in Queens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's not a good, not a bad idea. Yeah, it's not terrible. I think the closer you get to MSG, the worse off we are. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously. You start the, trading a Ranger country. You're not yeah. going to win that. Yeah. But then, see, they're kind of stuck because you got Buffalo. Yeah. You got New York. You got the Rangers. Well, Buffalo is a, a good space up north. Yeah, they are. But how far, if you start getting right. to that country, you know what I mean? You're, you don't get all in New York to try to figure this out. Yeah. Man, New York's got three teams. No one ever points that out. Yeah. In yeah. most sports. Huh? In most sports. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's like uh, in the NFL. Yeah. The uh, California. Yeah, they uh, can't figure out where teams. to put their teams. No. Nah. <laughs> supposedly, and I kind of joked with you about it last week or whatever, but the, supposedly the Raiders, since their deal fell apart in uh, Las Vegas, they're talking possibly San Diego. They need a building. San Diego. Yeah, but there's a reason the Chargers left, and it's that building. Yeah, but if they're willing to build them a new building, or right. you know, maybe the Raiders want to put a little I tell you, if they build the Raiders a new building, if I were the Chargers, I'd be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that's just what they do. Right. Just to piss them off. The Chargers like, why would you do us thirty like that? And they'd be like, let's look at the standings again. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, this year. Here. <laughs> this year. Yeah, well, hey, it's how many the right years? Year to do it. It's the right. Yeah, year it's to do true. It. It's true. It's like a con- going into a contract year in any right. sport, you know. It's like happenstance. Yep. But yeah, thirty games left. You got to make the push. Yeah. So you again dodge my question. Yeah. What, what's their record over the next thirty? Ah, uh, it's 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 hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. Hockey records are weird. There's three. There's three numbers. Well, yeah. Okay. So yeah, how many wins and losses? I figured I'd probably win twenty. Twenty. Twenty would be good. Yeah. Okay. But it it's gonna be tough sledding. There's a couple penguins. They got that outdoor game coming up on the twenty fifth. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't the Flyers and the Penguins the first ones to play that outside game? No. 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 I mean, not in the history, but recently. The last, they've never played. Well, they started. Outdoors. Who the hell did the Flyers just play in Pittsburgh then? Uh, nobody. I don't know what you're talking about. Who did they play at the uh, Citizens Bank then? Or the Link. I think they played the Link. It was Boston. Okay. You got the colors right. Yeah, which is good for a colorblind guy. Right. Well, I mean, yellow's a tough one to mess up. Uh, that shirt's killing me. What shirt? Your yellow shirt. Oh, I thought it was white. Did you? <laughs> shit ain't funny. That's... So what's going on in MMA before I start fucking pounding your face right now? Right. Speaking of poundings on MMA, I got to talk about Tito Ortiz. Now, this happened a couple of weeks ago. We've uh, we've been on a short break. We'll switch it to a bi-weekly format. Tito Ortiz has got this retirement fight against Chael Sonnen. Mm-hmm. And Sonnen looked like he was in it for a check completely. Really? Yeah. He was not in shape. <laughs> He's not in Tito's weight class, which has been a Tito Ortiz original for a little while now in Bellator. He's fighting middleweights. Okay. Despite the fact that he's a 205-er and fighting at 205. Hey, I have a perfect place for him to go at 205. Right. He can go straight to hell. That's where he can go. All right. But uh, Chael caught him in a guillotine and tried to switch to a Darce choke. It didn't work out. So Tito ended up getting on his back and puts him in a... He was trying to get a rear naked choke. He couldn't get the chin. So he just started twisting his head like a bottle cap. <laughs> like a bottle cap. And everybody was saying, like, ah, the fight's fixed. It wasn't really choking him that bad. But Sonnen's face was purple. Wow. Yeah. He obviously was having a little trouble getting air. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to argue with the color. Again, not something I would know. Right. Well, you can differentiate light and dark. Yeah. Yeah. Sonnen's not a tan guy, so purple definitely shows up. So, Sonnen taps. McCarthy waves off the fight. 
Yeah, again, screams at T. Hey, we're done here. It <laughs> actually has here. to fix it. And what he did, he talked about it later, was to get him off. He tried to put one hand on his shoulder to kind of break the choke mm -hmm. with the leverage. And when that didn't work, he rammed his thumb into his larynx. Oh, what? He, he rammed his thumb. Tito did this to show. No, McCarthy did oh, okay. it to Tito to get him to break the choke. Okay. Yeah, and it worked. Well, yeah, that often does. Good. I'll do whatever you want. Just mm -hmm. get your thumb out of my larynx. Exactly. <laughs> but what is, 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 he said later that, you know, he did it because he had ill will towards Chael Sonnen. Because Chael said some fucked up shit. First off, Tito is one of the biggest shit talkers in MMA. What kind of fucked up shit can you say that would possibly get under Ortiz's skin like that? All right, but it's his retirement fight. Take your win and go home. We'll celebrate a little bit. Yeah, but do, it clean. I mean? yeah. do it clean. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like you're being asked a job. Don't try to snap the guy's head off. Mm -hmm. And the second thing is, the saddest part is was I wasn't really surprised because it's Tito Ortiz. Yeah. What a scumbag. <laughs> but he's been a scumbag his whole career. He has, and that's why I wasn't surprised. Yep. The only thing he's ever done of note was and mercifully put Ken Shamrock out the pasture as a legitimate contender. Okay. I was going to say, put him out the pasture. And, uh, that was, uh, no, because he still fights to this day. That was uh, Hoist Gracie put him out the fucking pasture by hitting him in the balls and Shamrock's still crying about it. Still crying about it. Hey, it's it's a warning, right? Shamrock's still don't know where he is from when Kimbo punched him. <laughs> wow. Boy, when you're Ken Shamrock and you get knocked out by Kimbo Slice. Now, well, most people are going to get knocked out by Kimbo Slice. Right, but a guy of Ken Shamrock's caliber could probably avoid... Getting hit by Kimbo yeah. Slice. Just trying to wrestle just him. Just take yeah. him down and get him out. He had him in a rear naked choke. Yeah. He couldn't get the tap. He couldn't get it in. Couldn't get <laughs> around that beard. Yeah. That's what <laughs> Rest in peace, Kimbo. Yeah, man. But, yeah, wow. What a ridiculous guy. That's Tito Ortiz. And speaking of ridiculous guys, we got to talk about Conor McGregor. <laughs> what a... <laughs> Conor McGregor, concurrent with the UFC show in, in Denver that was airing free on Fox or FS1. I'm not sure which one. Decides he's going to charge people $5 on pay-per-view. To watch him basically do an interview. Hmm? Yeah. He charged people to watch this thing. Tried to brag before it started that he had a bigger attendance than the UFC show. Which he didn't. Not by a shot. He had five grand. <laughs> and, yeah. I think UFC quadrupled it. Easy. He says he's not going to fight again until he, his next fight's going to be Mayweather. He didn't care. I heard that, but then I just read something today. I read something today about somebody he wants to fight or wants to fight. Oh, Diaz, three. Yeah. And, you know, he, he said he called Diaz a bitch, but then he was like, you know, he'll get his fight, but I got to do this first. Okay, I didn't, I didn't read the whole article. He said he sees it happening. He says he sees the Mayweather fight happening around, you know, maybe towards early next year. <laughs> and then he come back to the UFC around March in 2018. So, again, just sitting on another title belt. Yeah. Holding up a whole fucking division. This is a guy who has never defended a title in his life, mind you. Why does Dana put up with his shit? He won't. No, that's the thing. Dana's he has been. He has been, but this is too much. Yeah. And in fairness to Dana, he did take one of those belts from him. Yeah, he did. He did. But he says he wants Mayweather. He says, fuck the UFC. Fuck this and that. I'm starting my own promotional company. You got Mayweather promotions. Well, now you got McGregor promotions. And we don't need the UFC. We're going to go do this on our own. Which they asked Dana, what about that later in the night? And he goes, I didn't hear that. But if he tries and goes and does this thing without us, that's, that's going to be an epic fall. Yeah. It's not going to go well for him. Oh, the lawsuits alone. Sure. He, th he, he thinks he's got a shot at doing it because of the Ali Act. Because he's a licensed boxer now. Okay. What, they're going to call it a different combat sport? So, well, it's, it, he's going to box Mayweather. Yeah. And if he's... They, like you, he's protected like you keep Ali telling Act, me, he's not. There. You keep telling me it's boxing. not going to happen. It's not. Okay. So why don't we continue to like bring this up? Because he, and this is the thing. I really think this 
whole situation, this whole with the interview and everything else, is Connor going, fuck, I can't fight for a while. You know, I took this time off. But what? No, he can. If he called Dana White tomorrow and said, hey, look, I want to fight in, in March. Well, no, it's boom. It was fighting stresses out his, his girl, and she, he's pregnant. Thought she had the kid by now. No. No. Stresses out. He thought it was March. That's Apparently a bitch-ass fucking excuse. Stresses yeah. out my girl. Well, the problem is he had two belts at the time. He couldn't get around to not defending. Yeah. He says he has no interest in fighting, little interest in fighting either Nurmaga Mendel or Ferguson, who, by the way, are fighting soon for the interim title. So, again. Which guarantees for, you a shot at the champion. Yeah, again, for, forgive my ignorance here on, on MMA. Because it seems like the... Interim thing is what they they do that this isn't an uncommon. It thing. seems like it's not an uncommon thing, but it, it 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 was a lot less common. It was usually a thing that was in there in case of a bad injury to your champion. yeah an injury or something like this yeah or you know I don't want to say a lengthy suspension because like John Jones they just took that thing off him yeah but well after your fifth suspension for something you probably right should. yeah so I I guess my point is so what you're saying is basically it guarantees you a shot at the champion when the champion gets back yeah. That is totally bullshit. It's basically a placeholder chain. Yeah, that's bullshit. They should just do away with that completely. Remember back in the old, old, old days, back in the NWA, even before it was WCW, they'd have guys, you know, got hurt. Huh? NWA. NWA. Way back in the day. Yeah, easy. I got you. Right. Joke took took five seconds to go off. Yeah, it did. (laughs) No, they'd have guys that legit got hurt because wrestlers got hurt back then. They still do. And they'd have interim champions. Just against Seth Rollins. But they would have two guys fighting it, you know, to be the interim champion. Yeah. And then once the match is over, the one guy was the champion. Yeah. And the guy that coming back off of the injury had to fight, you know, to, to wrestle him and become the champion again if that's what they were going to do. Yeah. The other thing, especially now. Why is, Why are we fucking around with that? That's, especially the way things are now in, because in, UFC is very much in a transitional state. Mm-hmm. The stars that they are using are leaving. Yeah. Rousey, uh, Dana recently said he talked to Ronda Rousey, and he don't think she's fighting anymore. Yeah. Uh, he thinks he's, quote-unquote, probably done. Yep. I did read that article. Um, so much McGregor so McGregor doesn't want to fight anymore. Yeah. So, Ronda, so much so that, you know, she talked to Dana. Dana thinks that she's retiring or whatever. The man in Nunez actually came out and apologized to her. Yeah. For what she said after the fight. So that's just like, that's telling you, all right, we're trying to get our ducks and get on the good graces. But they're, they're to the point where they have new stars. But they're not quite ready yet. Mm-hmm. Guys like well, Cody Garbrandt jumped out. Oh, yeah. He's ready. Yep. Um, well, I mean, we'll see. see how, yeah, see if he's ready. Big tenant in combat sports. You're not a champion until you defend it. Yep. Connor. <laughs> yeah. We're looking at you, McGregor. <laughs> right. Uh, you're a title holder, and you're holding the title. You're not a champion until you defend it. Yeah, you're a title holder holding up two divisions with two titles. Yeah, anybody can win a fight. Did he ever get stripped of the other one yet, or what? The featherweight? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says he's sh- not. Because he still has physical possession of the belt? Right. Okay. But they just make another one. Yeah, just make another one. Uh, yeah, anyway. He said that they didn't bring out the two belts for him when he won the second one. They didn't have two belts ready for him on purpose. Yeah. Which... Probably, is, probably a point, yeah. Which is hilarious, because the belt that was missing was his. Yeah. It was the featherweight title. It was, you said he didn't even bring it to the event. Yeah. And that's the thing I was saying to him in the cage, if you go back and look at it. He's like, why didn't you bring it? This is what you wanted, then why didn't you bring yours? You think we're going to give you two brand new belts? Like, you out of your mind? No, he was afraid Dana White was going to try to take that belt with force from him. Well, he told him he was going to do it. Huh. He told him ahead of time. He's, he's going to win his two titles, and that's great, but we can't have this guy. Like, Amanda Nunez came out and was like, I want to fight a different weight class, too. Win two titles. Yeah. And Dana was like, all right, we got we to gotta, we gotta stop this. 
Yeah, because I mean, what you're doing is just holding up divisions. Up divisions. Yeah, it really. Does. That's not fair to you know the guys that are in that division normally and just fighting their asses off. It's not. So Wait. what else? We we got a show coming up soon, don't we? We got UFC 208 coming up on the 12th, the 11th. The 11th would be the Saturday. Yeah. Week tomorrow, yeah. yeah. It's a uh, boy talk about getting screwed by Cyborg. <laughs> they finally create this division that they don't have fighters to fill that are interesting. And no offense to the ladies at 145. I'm sure they're great fighters. There's just not a lot of them. They're just not, they don't have that sizzle or pop yet. And they're not well known. Yeah. yeah. UFC is a good place to get them known. But then you run into the fact that there's not a lot of them. Um, so you create this. So the, the cyborg division. Yeah, we'll, we'll call it the cyborg and division. And cyborg right? pops. Yeah. Second offense, she could be missing like two, three years. Really? That long? Yeah. Wow. And she's no spring chicken. No, I was thinking this, even when she was talking all that shit on Rhonda. She's got to be in her 40s. No. No? No. She just looks like it. Steroids age it horribly. Yeah. I mean, look at me, right? Yeah. That's why I look so young. Right. <laughs> so you got Holly Holm fighting Jermaine Durand me. I don't know what you're going to do afterwards. Yeah. Whoever wins, what are you going to do? Who you going to fight? 140, yeah. That's, that's a tough one. You're going to have to ask your 135, 135ers to come up. Yep. And why would they? Or you're going to have to start, you're basically going to have to rob Invicta of its entire 145 division, because like I said, there's not many. There's fighters that are like 4 and 6, and they're top 10 ranked fighters. So they're going to be getting a, a shot sooner. This 145 right. in shape is a tall task to ask for these women. Yeah. Like, it's just not. But the other fight on that card... Is a classic battle of power versus counterpunch. Derek Brunson versus Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva. That's actually a real interesting fight. Sure it's is. A good test for Silva. See if he still got. He wants to fight McGregor. <laughs> Everybody wants to fight McGregor. He, said he tested it out, and he can come down to about one seventy-four. Okay. McGregor can cut. The, can build up to the difference, and he was one sixty-eight for the Diaz fight. All right. And then I think he was around one sixty-eight. Well, you, well, you know that's going to be fucking McGregor's excuse. Right. I couldn't get down to 174, dude. I'm sorry. Not interested in a fight with an aging bum. Yeah. He'll come up with something. Yeah. He'll say fuck a lot. Call people bums and insult everybody. What a fucking prick. I'm <laughs> sick of this McGregor motherfucker. <laughs> It'd be interesting if he fought a little more. Well, Jim, you can get down to 174, can't you? I, I, yeah, I walk around about 174 these days. <laughs> okay. So if he cut off the fat, you'd be, what, 125? All right. <laughs> They should have all these guys that want to, that Conor McGregor said he refuses to fight that deserves to fight him. Yeah. They should have all fight him at once. No. You're fucking badass, fight him all at once. Battle Royal. Battle Royal. And speaking of which. Speaking of which, there we go. What do you think it would be 30 men or what? Uh, I'm sure you can find a bigger number than that to fight Conor McGregor. <laughs> you only probably fight five or six that deserve it. But, I mean, you got Diaz, you got Nemarga Mendoza, you got Ferguson, you got... Uh, Alvarez doesn't want another shot. He probably deserves it. I know Aldo wants to fight him again. <laughs> Adam cut off his goddamn leg to get that point. Right. Uh, and he had said, he was like, if, all, if they just called and asked, I would have came back and fought Aldo in March. <laughs> like, no, yeah. you wouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> they told you they were going to take the title from you, and you still didn't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you but died, I, but, motherfucker. But I, I was ready. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. But then they did it. You were like, well, wait a minute. Oh, no. But speaking of Battle Royals, the Royal Rumble was uh, this past week. And boy, it had some, it, it, it funny for a, a Royal Rumble match lacking in surprises. There was a lot, I thought. Yeah, it was um, good. You got to keep something in mind, too. I actually resubscribed to the network just to watch. I normally do. The the four majors. You got your Royal Rumble. Um, Survivor Series. Survivor Series, SummerSlam, and, and WrestleMania. Right. I will pony up the nine ninety nine. Right. There you go, WWE. Uh, cheap plug. Right. Only nine ninety nine. 
Actually, I don't know why people don't just unsubscribe and resubscribe every month. You get a free month. No, you don't. Every month is free anymore. It's just you can't give this thing away. No, nah, no. Nah, what you gotta? It's so at first it was like in. if you do a di- no, if you do a different uh, no, it's still month to month. Right. You gotta use different email addresses. Different. Save your IP. Yeah. Okay. Different email address and different uh credit card. But yeah, Royal Rumble will go over the undercard before the big main event. Uh, John Cena, <laughs> one of sixteen title, defeated AJ Styles for the first time in his career. Fucking boo. That's all I can say to that. Fucking boo. And immediately turn around and took the pin on SmackDown. <laughs> to Orton. You believe you're going to do Cena versus Orton? I, uh, Tuesday. Uh, uh, before WrestleMania? Yeah, Tuesday on SmackDown. What the fuck? Yeah. <sighs> Booking yeah. on the fly at its finest, folks. That, it blends towards the idea that that's not the WrestleMania match, though. Yeah, well, that's true. That is uh, true. Neville won the uh, Cruiserweight title. Yeah. It's good for Neville. Rich Swan. But I'm yeah. so pissed. I can't stand the Cruiserweight division. I you know, I have a tough time watching Neville for one reason. I like Neville, but his ears, dude, his ears freak me out. He looks right. like a fucking Hobbit. That's how he gets the hang time he has. Yeah, good aerodynamics that way. You get a good twist on that body. Yeah, but uh, the problem I have with the cruiserweight division is a thing. God, imagine watching a fucking show live. That's got to be a slog because they got to stop and change the ropes before and after the match because they always use the purple fucking ropes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because purple represents levity, which is. I, I don't even know what I the fuck. I don't know. Yeah. I can't put it together. The problem I have with the cruiserweight division, and this is something that a lot of people have noticed and a lot of people haven't, it's that you brought in all these guys. You had the cruiserweight classic tournament, and it was great. It was a bunch of these independent guys, these undersized guys, as Vince McMahon would call them, and you let them go out there and do their thing. They showed their athleticism. They showed the high flying. They, you know, they hit all the right spots. It was an absolutely great tournament. And then you bring these cats in, and you're going to do a whole cruiserweight division. You give TJ Perkins, who's an amazing talent, the title, and then you go out there in your cruiserweight division, and you have regular normal matches. Regular normal WWE-style paced matches, where these guys very rarely get to show off their gifts and talents. Plenty of headlocks and, and shoulder tackles, but it's a cruiserweight match for Christ's sakes. Yeah, you're kind of expecting to see, like, aerial stunts and all Eric that kind Bischoff of... Eric Bischoff said it best. He said, I always put the cruiserweights on in the first hour. Why? Because it was like a human car crash. Exactly. Yeah, and you and know what? Great. He was right. I almost believe that they should bring him back to fucking run the cruiserweights. That's not a terrible... Well, bringing Bischoff back is always kind of a terrible idea. Keep him off the camera. God, he... he Keep him off camera. Absolutely let... raped and pillaged him and Hogan. Yeah, those contracts alone. They're still being set back from it. Yeah. But um, the Bullet Club won the tag titles. Or cool. the club. The club, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently neither is WWE. Which, I mean, good on them. Yeah. Give them a lengthy run. You got, yeah, you have to. Yeah. You have to. You absolutely have to. And please break up Sheamus and Cesaro at this point. They're yep. both very talented at what they do singles. Yeah. Sheamus gets a lot of heat, but he's a brawler and he's a very good brawler. Yep. Very good brawler style wrestler. The problem is you just don't have a whole lot of guys who can work that style. Yeah, not, not, any, not anymore. Right. And they always put him in there against guys that are bigger than him. <laughs> yeah, so you're basically handicapping like, right, him. Like, what the, the hell are you doing? Let's have him face Yokozuna, Mabel. And, yeah. Know, what's he going to do with those guys? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. Uh, Taker ran into that for a while. It's WrestleMania opponents. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Bundy and Yokozuna. And... Yeah, it was in the beginning, though. Bundy, I mean. Yeah. I yeah. just like mentioning Bundy. Yeah, well, Yokozuna too, apparently. Sure, God bless him. Yep. Great talent. God, that guy could move. Yeah. And he could bump. He's, he's the only, like, uh... Super heavyweight. Super heavyweight, the big fat guys that they bring in. Mm-hmm. That, um, that would bump really well. Yeah. And he yep. really would. 
And that's great. Charlotte retained against Bailey. We knew she would. Still undefeated in pay-per-view. Yeah. What's that, like 16 or something? Like yeah, that? it's getting up there. Why would you break that? Uh, yeah, you don't have a whole lot of depth there. So just breaking it to Bailey, put the strap on Bailey, and having her move on to Nia Jackson. No, there's, there's more you can do there. Bailey's just too fucking goofy for me. Yeah, she's she's different. I like Bailey. Bailey can work. Yeah, I'm not saying she can't work. I'm just goofy. Um, Kevin Owens retained, thank God. Yeah, for how long though? Yeah, wait. Anybody but Reigns. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty why it's gimmick for the longest for a while there. They actually cost him the uh, money in the bank shot. Yeah, and his reasoning was anybody but you. I don't care who. Yep. I don't give a shit if it's my worst enemy, as long as it's not you. Uh, who came out just was today and was talking about Reigns or yesterday or something? Very very recently. What did they say? Ah, uh, because I'm right there with you. And I can't think of who said it. Yeah. Um. Basically, what they said was, oh, it was Kurt Angle. Oh, Kurt yeah. Angle came out and he just said, you know. Basically, Hot Shot and Reigns did nothing but fucking kill him. Yeah. Because now you, you know you're putting him in front of these people, and people Especially are just saying he's not, he hasn't paid his fucking he hasn't paid his dues. Especially high, like Austin was saying, it took him around five six years to get it, and about seven years to get it well. Reigns so, has only been a professional. Who Austin? Yeah. Austin was till his ECW run, and he was in WCW for a long time. But you gotta remember, he was in World Class before that, right. or whatever World Class became. I like think G. GWF right, or you, WCW, you, you can't blame Austin for the booking. Nah, but it and the chicken shit that they or that they gave him, he made chicken salad out of it. With, he did with the Hollywood blondes. Yeah, it was awesome. It's hard to have a bad time with Pillman. Yeah, well, I imagine he, his son's looking to get trained by uh, Lance Storm. Really? Yeah, that'd be interesting. But um, and Reigns has only been in the business five years. He has. So I mean, there's definitely. I mean, there's obviously room for him. The jury's not out there, and he has been improving. You say that, but watch a Roman Reigns match from three years ago. Oh no! And then watch one today. You couldn't even pay me. It's it's. You know what it is? It's it's palatable at least at this point. He's the only member of the Shield that didn't lose his wardrobe or his music. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're gonna repackage a guy, you're gonna go on like Ambrose does his own things. You know, the yeah, Vicky fringe. actually brought that up at last year's WrestleMania. It was so ridiculous, and his music's terrible because. You know, Triple H came out at a big fanfare and everything else. Uh-huh. And then you hit the generic guitar rift, and out comes Roman Reigns. Yeah, and yeah that's Damn good. It. Right. Damn it. Right. Ugh. No Grammy for you. <laughs> and, then, and then you had the Royal Rumble. And this thing was chock full of surprises, I thought. Uh, the big surprise entrant, and they did it as a fan service, I'm thinking. And to bring him up, because he probably deserves it at this point, was Ty Dillinger coming in at 10. Yeah, you did mention this. Because for people who don't know, it fit his gimmick. He's the perfect 10. And he gets the crowd chanting 10 all the time. And he came in at 10. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, things of note I found in the Rumble, and we can go over them after I list them here, is uh, Baron Corbin getting the rub. Yeah. Eliminating Braun Strowman. Yeah, he's, he is getting the rub. And it wasn't a soft elimination either. No, it wasn't at all. No. I mean, it was, you know, a bunch of people. It was a, it's a bunch of people spot. I get it. You're a Strowman fan. Sorry. But, uh, and there it was. You know, Corbin him with that clothesline just absolutely wrenched him over the ropes. He really yeah. did, yeah. Good on Strowman for taking the bump. Strowman got the diesel push. Yep. Threw out a bunch of guys and the whole bit. Yeah, looked absolutely dominant the entire time. Took four guys to eliminate him, including yep. Dean Ambrose. <laughs> and then, you know, Corbin eliminates and gets the push. We had a Kofi spot. It wasn't that good. Yeah, very funny that you just bring that up just now. Cause I was just thinking in my head, like, I was watching the Rumble. Mindy and I went out to dinner before. Uh, I, was, I was actually texting with you. Just all all bad at the dinner, but we got it. So we were actually watching the pay per view because I had Wi Fi on my phone for like yeah. the first couple matches because our service was that bad. Right, it was fucking terrible. 
And then, so she was awake and everything ready to go, and, and she was watching it, and I was telling her about the Kofi spot. I said, man, you gotta, you gotta see this. He's gonna come up with something great. Like, yeah. he, he pogo sticks chairs, and he, he walks on his hands, and he does this, and does that. Crowd starts one time. Yeah. In the, uh, the Exotic Express, that yep. rose. Yep. Yeah. And then this year, I mean, it, it was still cool, but it wasn't what we're accustomed to with Kofi King. I was thinking, especially when all three of them were out there, a good Kofi spot would have been if, like, Biggie and Xavier got eliminated. And then somebody went to toss Kofi onto them, and they caught him, and actually each propped one of his feet up. So yeah. Stand on their hands like that. That'd have been pretty sweet. Or even, cool. even just cradle them would have been fine. Now, the spot he did, bless him for it, because that must have hurt like hell. Because he basically belly flopped onto the, the corner post. Yeah, dude, I thought he knocked his own head off. Yeah. Um, I thought he wasn't going to hang on. I thought he was going to drop. Uh, Chris Jericho's reign the disappearing act. That was funny. Uh, you know, you had a... Reigns came out at 30, which everybody shit on, but I thought it was brilliant. Because having Reigns come out at 30, what you did was, my biggest knock on the Royal Rumble lately is you can't, you, you kind of can see the ending coming. If not in the weeks before, then definitely towards the back end of the match. Once you get into the 20s, you can kind of see who's going to win this thing. And the guys you had in the ring, and, you know, if Joe came out at 30, or Finn came out at 30, they probably weren't going to win it. Cena did that year, though. But when, when Roman Reigns came out at 30, it was, oh, shit. Reigns. And then Jericho went, and yep. it was the Wyatt family and Reigns, and you're going, Jesus, they're going to do this. Yep. Reigns is going to win this goddamn thing. And then he, he, he eliminates Wyatt, and you're going, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and then he set Norton up for the spear, and you you got the sphincter clenched. You're like, please, please, please. And he hit him in an RKO coming out of the spear. Fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. I actually rewound that a few times. And Reigns, the guy who complained, the guy people complain doesn't job enough, job twice in one night. Yeah. <laughs> there it was. Um, my my problem with him isn't jobbing enough. It just he sucks. Yeah. I mean, like there. like you said, he's getting better, but he's getting better. getting better from where he came from. He's now, his style. Now you're almost you're almost decent at this point. You're almost decent. Yeah, Luke Harper turned on the Wyatt family. Was that Dorn again? You know, Outback. Thanks a lot for ruining my fucking Rumble experience, but. Was that during the pay-per-view, or was that on Tuesday? That was during the Rumble. Okay. He had a, you know, they were all in there, and Harper and Orton got to pushing and shoving, and Wyatt got in between them. Well, Harper just laid him out with a discus clothesline. You know what? I did see that. Okay. All but right. then they retconned it on Tuesday. Really? Because they had the tag match. It was uh, Harper and Cena versus Wyatt and Orton. Okay. And anytime Bray Wyatt would get in the ring, he would stare down Harper, and Harper would go tag out. <laughs> they wouldn't fight him. He had no problem beating the hell out of Orton. Well, yeah. But he wouldn't hit Wyatt. Old habits die hard, I guess. And I guess that's kind of neat in the sense that like he's still under the spell. Yeah. But it has a lot less impact and interest when you had him drop him at the fucking paper. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that is true. He almost hit him with Sister Abigail. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's coming back to me now. I should write this shit down. Uh, the Goldberg-Lesnar face-off that they hyped the hell out of and was even quicker than the Survivor <laughs> Jesus series. God. Yeah. They're obviously setting Again, us up. Again, they played it well. Yeah, I mean, I'm not hating what they're doing. They made Lesnar an underdog. Yeah. How do you do that, though? <laughs> not only that, but you can actually play this really well. With Like, Goldberg's going to come out Monday. Yeah, he's uh, scheduled to appear or whatever. Suppose he says no, not doing it. Yeah, I've already beat you, what, three times? And then you put the title on Lesnar. Yeah, now you have a reason for him to come out. Now you got a reason. Yep. Now you got something. Now, we, we were just talking about this off-air before the show started. Lesnar going into the MSG show for the title, His isn't it? face at Owens, right. Yeah, I don't so, think they'll do a title switch at MSG. I don't know why. I don't know that they shouldn't, but here's the reasoning behind that. 
I think they want to have their their WrestleMania main event already lined up and let it simmer or let it let it boil for a month or yeah. whatever before you know. And although it would be cool to see a house show generate a title change like uh, that, MSG is the place to do it. Yeah, Cena uh, Wyatt's the same night. I'm I'm really thinking that Cena's transitional. Yeah, you said that. I I, I just hate that Cena Wyatt. If you put on Wyatt, you got Wyatt Orton at WrestleMania, and that's interesting. Yeah, you're right. I agree. Especially with the fact that out of the three of them, Harper turned out to be the one that turned. Well, who did you think would? You thought Orton, Orton. I guess? Sure. Why? It's his MO. I mean, everybody's yeah, waiting true. for it. Well, yeah. now, actually, the one time he didn't trade, they traded on him. Remember, uh, what was it? Evolution. Evolution, yeah. That was the first one. Remember when they, they put him it. up on his shoulders right. and then Batista with the thumbs down? Thumbs down. Yeah, douche. Now it's a thumbs down to Batista. Yeah, it's always Batista been a thumbs down. Batista actually ran down. the same spot like a year later. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, and then, oh God, when the Undertaker came out and Goldberg speared him, I was going to cry. <laughs> I was like, oh God, don't do this, please. And then, you know, Harper got in there and, and Goldberg eliminates Harper and Taker dumps Goldberg and it was, yes. Yep. All right, cool. Then you had Reigns dump Taker. They're setting it up. Reigns is a little heelish in the Rumble. He and needs to be. Him, you know what? They I... turn him. They give him a, they, if they give him a, a good solid heel run and then turn him back, you can get him a pretty good baby run. You're right. You're right. Now, I mean, obviously, anything with The Undertaker, I, mean, I guess that's where kind of where we were and going. It certainly would rejuvenate interest in the character. That's kind of where I, we, I think we've been going. So you and I have been like, well, who do you put with, with Taker at WrestleMania? Well, now, WrestleMania's screwed now. Seth Rollins losing again. Well, yeah, yeah. It's not screwed. They're saying he's out eight weeks. It brings him back just in time. If everything breaks correctly, they bring him back just in time. If everything breaks correctly. You really... What do they promote a WrestleMania match with a guy that what? may or may not be able to make it? Well, Rollins was wrestling Triple H. Yeah, but Triple H still wants to work. It's in Orlando. It's where NXT is from. It's, I get it's all that. I, I get all that. And he's going to work. They're talking about him working Shane, maybe. I actually heard something different for Shane. Who the hell did I hear AJ. with Shane? AJ, yes. Yeah. That apparently, would be good. Apparently the plans are changing now. Well, after Monday night? <laughs> yeah. Samoa Joe. Debuted and injured Seth Rollins. Yeah, how about that? Right. Legit injury too. It's not like yeah. a, a worked or a yeah worked injury. It's a it's legit injury. Somewhere Tyson kids sitting at home going, "Motherfucker, I knew he was dangerous." Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Seth Seth Rollins has this little bit of come up and on him because how many guys is he legit injured? Right. You know, and if you want to listen to Bret Hart, maybe he was working a little unsafe, whatever. I, I the way athletes are or, or wrestlers now, it's not like it was. Yeah. You know, it, it's. Like back it's in our day, faster, more high impact. Exactly, exact. It's exactly what it's it less is. Less Yeah, and that's um, kind of what the style is these days. Yeah, and I mean, you got the elimination chamber coming up. We'll be talking about the fallout from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be Cena defending against AJ, The Miz, uh, Bray in Corbin's there? in there. Is Bray in there? Bray's in there. Okay, and there's one other. It probably Dolph. Yeah, <laughs> hey, just go in there and kind of look okay, and you know, underutilized. Uh, Adolf, at this point, I, th- I think that he's hit his ceiling. Yeah, well, in the WWE, I think you're right. You want to talk about underutilized guys, you're, you're thinking more along the lines of Cesaro. Oh, God, yeah. So, I read it a couple of weeks ago. I read an article about where these guys should go and, you know, like underutilized guys. Right. They actually had Cesaro going to New Japan. Yeah. That'd be interesting, because he's a great worker. Absolutely off yeah. the charts worker. And the matches he could put on... Oh, my God. The problem is, no matter how far Vince sees him going, he's still over. He's not going to let him go without a fight. Hey, contracts run out, dude. It's not like the NFL where you're a free agent and you can franchise tag. Right, but money talks, too. Yeah, that's true. You're right. 
Yeah. But Vince isn't going to pay a whole lot of money to a guy just to keep him around. Uh, I mean, he's done it as favors to guys, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of somebody that's on the payroll just because, like, Steve Lombardi was on the payroll for... Yeah, but he was also a, a, a producher. back then. Yeah. Well, no. Didn't he pass away? Fire. Oh, okay. You know, same thing. He's a Boston brawler. Yeah, but he's probably over in TNA now doing something behind the scenes. Who knows? I think he's working at a House of Hardcore show. Oh, is he? Yeah. We have one coming up, uh, I think, in March. He's a Street Crawler now. Oh, is he? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Either that or I had a really awesome dream. Love yeah, right? Uh, There's a House of Hardcore show coming up in March. We should probably go check that uh, out. Maybe. Yeah. You know, another ROH show. I, I, You know what? I'd much rather go see House of Hardcore, though. I remember going over to uh, the old 2300 Arena, as they're calling it, the ECW Arena, uh, for ROH shows. They were taped, you know, taping. Yeah, whatever the hell they were calling it then. And, uh, for twenty five bucks, you can get like third row. Okay. Cool. Mindy and I walked in. the uh, The guy says to me, he "says Hey, you gonna stay for the whole show?" I said, "Well, yeah." He goes, "All right, we're upgrading you to, to the first row then, because we, you know, because you won't leave." Well, no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, one step above papering the house is to, yeah. you know, is to upgrade your people and move then, everybody up. Yep. Chuck down the top. Where's the hard camera? Right. Uh, biggest takeaway from the rumble I had though, and the downside was that they spent the entire build up to the rumble. On three guys. Goldberg, Taker, Lesnar. Three, three, three of your part-time guys. And I think they spent like a grand total of like 20 minutes in the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's they were, they, they very observant They backloaded the hell out of it. Yeah. First off, having them all come in in the, like the mid-20s, the late-20s even, was probably... That's the way to do it. Nah. I, if you're going to do it, that's the way you're going to do it. Space them out. Because the one thing about the Rumble was I thought the beginning was... Yeah, but which one of those guys could actually hang in there the for 20 minutes? The beginning was interesting. The end was interesting. The middle was an absolute slog. At one point, there were 13 guys in the ring, I think. Yeah. And they were all just laying there. Just laying around in different places, selling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Waiting for that. <laughs> it was basically when Strowman had his fucking run. Waiting for the Rumble gimmick, where, you know, the guy's number comes out, he comes in, he hits his stuff, and then he gets popped and... Yeah, and he's on the ground. for a while. Yeah. yeah. Or if you're Jericho, you disappear. Hey, Axel, uh, Curtis Axel still hasn't been eliminated. Still hasn't. No, he got eliminated last year. Well, that was just for last year's, but we're talking about the year before that. Right. He was never eliminated. Lost his title shot, though. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah. Speaking of big events coming up, All right. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. All right. Where do you go with this one? Oh, straight to New England. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's where Lombardi's going. So. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to be quite the uh, the ass whooping. No, no. I don't think like it's been ass whooping at all. Is known for. Well, no. See, that's the thing. People are, like kind of misconstrue. During the regular season, they'll run it up on you. Yeah. They'll put up forty-eight points in the fourth quarter just to say fuck you. Right. However, in the Super Bowls, I think combined all their victories, you know, yeah, maybe by twelve points. Yeah, they did uh, just enough to get it done. Like three, like even against the Eagles. Mm. Yeah, um, they ran it up against Houston in the playoffs, but I, I think yeah. it was an accident. Yeah, exactly. I, I yeah, help it. No, I mean, I'm talking about Super Bowls. Yeah, Super Bowls. They they, they win by three Super points. Bowl's close. Yeah. Yeah. Even their losses are close losses. Well, we can just say the Giants. Well, close losses. Yeah, they were. The Giants game, right? Um, well, you're a football guy. What do you got going here? I don't know, I was, on the way home from work tonight, I was just listening to all the different prop bets and all that crazy stuff. And, I mean, they're betting on, seriously, there, there is a prop bet out there. If Luke Bryan wears jeans during the American, singing the, the National Anthem. What's like, the line? I, I don't even know. I think it's one of those ones where it's like a max bet of like 50, 100 bucks. Hmm. It's just ridiculous. I'm not 100 bucks on it. <laughs> the guy's a country star. He's wearing jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. May even some cowboy boots and a hat, you know. I might wear like sequin chaps. You don't know. Oh God. 
Uh, where the fuck? Where'd you come from? Uh, uh, I mean, I think it'd be pretty cool. Atlanta wins. I think the biggest story that, or maybe the biggest news to me, is what you told me before the show started tonight uh, about who, because Kyle Shanahan is gone. Yeah, he's, he's going to Frisco. Uh, Frisco. So Frisco, or I'm sorry, Atlanta does the thing that the Falcons, or I'm sorry, the 49ers, the, the best idea that they could have in that situation is to hire Chip Kelly. Is Atlanta that... hires. It looks like they're gonna. He's a front runner. He's definitely up at up there as a serious contender. I don't think he gets hired. I really don't. As an OC, he might work. Well, he'd be great as an OC, especially that high-powered offense. Were you here the last couple of years he was here? The league's got to figure it out. What you need to do is you need to get right, a. He needs to get Matt a. Ryan and Julio Jones. What the league, what the league, or what, what he needs to do is his biggest uh, idea, the best thing that could have happened to him was that Josh McDaniels gets hired somewhere else, yeah. and Bill Belichick brings him in. Yeah, and molds him. And molds him into the NFL coach. He gives him the Brady shine. Yeah, I don't know about shine. Who made who? We'll, we'll talk about chicken or egg later. You know, Brady or Belichick, because Belichick sucked in the league before he got fucking Brady. Yeah, but you know what? He won three games without him this year. Okay. See back to my original statement. Right. He was he was the Browns coach and he was the Jets coach for a day. Yeah. I mean, he sucked on the Browns. They actually the Browns fired Bill Belichick. Well, the Browns have the opposite of the shine. Yeah, it was the Brown the Brown effect. Right, the Brown effect. Yeah. It's it's a bad thing. It's a bad situation. So real quick, let's just do a little Super Bowl thing. As far as I think the way the game breaks down is this, and I really do. You've got this high powered, young, hungry Atlanta team. Mm-hmm. Is it? If they were playing, anybody else would have a real, real shot at this. Momentum's okay. on their side, this, that, the other thing. The problem is, is a bunch of these kids going up against Belichick's team, mm-hmm. he's going to figure these kids out and quick. Well, the first thing he's going to do, he's taking Julio Jones out yeah, of the game. Yeah, I don't see much. Out of the game. Just yeah. 100% completely out of the game. That's Because that's what he does. He's going to put Eric Rowe on him, and he's going to be the fucking MVP of the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> right. He's been a defensive MVP since Dexter Jackson, hasn't he? I don't even remember. Five um, interceptions will get you an MVP, though. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> that'll do it. Jesus. But point being, like, he's a, so he's going to be a non-factor in the game. So now you're going to have to go back to, well, what else does Atlanta do? Right. They run the belt. They run the ball well. They have two decent backs. Right. Um, that can run the ball. So that's okay. An idea. Yeah. That's something you can do. Sure. Um, I don't know that Atlanta. I mean, it's a it's a three point game in Vegas. Three and a half point game in Vegas. It's a game. It's been a three-point game for weeks, and there's a reason for that. Atlanta is a good, solid football team. Yeah, they really, really are a good, solid football yeah. team. It's not. I, it's not going to be a. And like we said about the Super Bowl and the the Patriots, they're not going to come in and roll anybody. That's just I not just, what they do in the Super yeah. Bowl. I just don't think. Like I said, against any other team, I'd be leaning Atlanta. Yeah, you have the experience. But the Patriots are just too clinical. Yeah, yeah, they're their right. execution's too. Clean. It's like yeah, it's like scalpels. Yeah. They're absolutely surgical and yeah, I I totally agree with that. But at the same time, the Giants twice took it to them. Right, you know, they did. the first time was with the defense. The second time was with David Tyree. No, Tyree was the first Tyree. game. Was the first game. The okay. first one. No, the second one or the first one was the defense. He had that catch. Second one was uh Mario Manningham. That Mario catch, Manningham. I get that catch right on the sidelines. That. Pretty much won the game for the Giants. But besides that, well, Eli was... probably disappeared. Yeah. Look at that, huh? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Another Belichick or... So, uh, yeah, I, I got the Patriots winning their, what, sixth? Fifth? Fifth. Fifth. All right. I agree with you. Here's the question. If not now, if you don't already believe it, when are you going to call Brady the greatest quarterback to ever play the game? I already do. Okay. 
and Belichick the best coach ever. They're going to have to rename that Lombardi Trophy to the Belichick Trophy. And people bring up Montana. He was great. But, but. Okay. There's always a yeah, but. Paul Heyman said so. All right. Paul Heyman's word as well. Joe Montana was throwing to who? Jerry Rice. His entire career. Entire career. Except for when he was in Kansas City, but. Yeah. He wasn't very good in Kansas City. No, he wasn't. Um, Brady's been throwing to. Oh, God. He's had nobody. Yeah. Nobody's. He's had a revolving door of guys, and they weren't nobodies. You got guys like Randy Moss in there. But they didn't make the Super Bowl with Randy Moss. Did no. They? No, they did. They did. They did. That undefeated season, and then he lost in the Super Bowl to the Giants. But I, I get where you're coming from. I, I totally get you. That's Tom Brady's generosity right there. You want a ring? Come play for Tom Brady. He'll get you a ring. Yeah, well, he didn't. Yeah, no. He didn't. They tried. Bless yeah, him. I mean, you go fucking 18, or what was it? Yeah. They were 19 16. No, they were 16. The playoffs. 16. Or 18. 18, yeah, because yeah, they, they lost the Super Bowl because they had the first round bye. Right. But, I mean... And that's the thing. Joe was good. Oh, Joe was great. But he had a guy. He had Jerry Rice, who, by the way, openly admits that he was Stickham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, openly admits that he was cheating the entire time he was out there. <laughs> Still got the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. And you're kind of preaching to the choir. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Cause, uh, you know, again, you see, you're preaching the to the choir it's, with it's that, really Jim. It's a testament to the Patriots where you can have this conversation with anybody, and everybody will tell you how good the Falcons really are. Mm-hmm. But they won't beat the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's you know what it, you know what it's like. It it being from Philly, this is this explains it all. The Phillies played the Tampa Bay Rays in the World Series. One sure. very next year, they played. The, you Yankees. know, the, the, the big boys came to town. Yeah, the big boys. The Yankees. Came. There you go. I mean, that's that's what you're looking at right now, and not right now for the last 15 years. 15 years they've been together, Belichick and Brady. So it's official. The Patriots are the Hulk Hogan of the NFL. They get a good extended run at the top. Yeah, yeah, you're right there. You got anything from the Eagles side of the ball real quick before we wrap this up? Yeah, a little, uh, little news coming out this week. And if you check back previous episodes, you might have uh, heard this once or twice. Eagles are leaning towards Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills. Over Deshaun Jackson. Why? Younger. Yeah, he's like four years younger. Yeah. He's got nine touchdowns. Probably but he cheaper. Only, oh, he's going to be cheaper. He is going to be cheaper. That's probably why. <laughs> Forget younger for a second. Well, we have, yeah. we're against the cap. yeah. And I keep reading stories. I want Benny Logan back. Yeah, me too. The Redskins are going to go after him hard. That's what I heard, yeah. Yeah. But Benny Logan already pretty much came out and said, give me a comparable, or give me a decent contract, and I'm here. I yeah, want to yeah, stay the here. The Redskins don't have any money either. They probably... They got to pay everybody. Well, they got to pay their quarterback. Their whole team needs a contract. They're talking about yeah. uh, franchising um, Cousins again. That's going to be so much money. It's, they paid him $18 million last year, I think it was. What is it? Seven percent? It, it's a twenty-five percent increase. Oh shit! Yeah, three million. Yeah. God damn. God. I, I, damn. I don't even know that Rogers or well, I know Brady just keeps taking pay cuts because what's he need the money for? He doesn't need the money, and the team does. Mm-hmm. And I've always given Brady like everybody talks about Brady's like taking this, that, and the other thing. But here's the thing: he does he's getting his money. That's yeah, the thing. he backloads it. Yeah, he's getting it. For like it's, years, like, you know, we're not going to pay this guy or that guy. It's not like he's saying, well, I don't want this money. You can give it to them. No, he's getting his money. Yeah, it's right. just not right now. And when you've right. already made $50 million. Not that, but his wife's not doing bad either. Oh, his wife. Nope, nope. Nope, yeah. I got yelled at for that. But yeah, so. Your wife. Your wife. Yeah. She's the one that yelled at me. My yeah. wife just said, oh, Jim, fucking being Jim. <laughs> that's That's what happened. Lord. <clears throat> On that note. Yeah, so basically, Kenny Stills. Yeah. I like it. Sure. 
Um, I, I, I'll never as far argue as against Phils. Going as far as the draft goes and who we're going to take, and I'm not even talking, you know, we're going to obviously get into this a lot deeper on episodes coming up, but sure, I don't know. I'm at the point now where I don't know which position to take in the draft. Corner. Here's hey, what the was thing. I screaming? No, you weren't screaming. No, what was I screaming before? I, what did I want? Was it corner or receiver? Receiver. Because corner is deep? No. Corner is deep. deeper. No, corner is deeper. Okay, if corner is, yeah. So you can get a cornerback later. Yeah. I've actually been swayed. Where I was corner, receiver, and now I've gone to the other position of need. Running back? Yep. Yeah. If you, if Dalvin Cook falls to your lap, they're calling him a poor man Zeke, but I don't know that he's a poor man's. Uh, he may not be Zeke. He may not put up 1,800 yards rushing or 1,600 yards rushing, but he's going to give it 15. I'm going to show my ignorance now, though. Isn't drafting a running back high kind of taboo these days? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. And even when you're a team that needs a veteran running back, don't you kind of look cheaper than... No, I mean, the Eagles have options. Eddie Lacy is going to be a, a, a That's free not agent. cheaper. No, he, he kind of he ate his way out of Green Bay. And then he came back this year in shape, and that's all great, but they're still that's still in their yeah, mind. <laughs> yeah, and he's constantly hurt. Speaking of constantly hurt, our running back, Matthews, great when he plays. Same thing in San Diego, great when he plays. He he's just, good when he played. Ah, uh, he was great, dude. Well, he, he, okay, he was very good. He was more yeah. subtle, very good. He was above that. I remember a game against Atlanta. He ran the fucking ball all over them. Yeah. Ran the ball all over them. That was funny. I heard that it was the club and Jericho talking about like bad wrestling names and stuff like that. Just to wrap this up, and put a bow on it. And they were talking about Mike Saunders in uh, WCW, and he was above average Mike Saunders. And they were talking about little things. You got superstar Billy Graham and the legendary this guy and Mr. Wonderful. And you've got above it, you know, you've got pretty good Mike Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, all right, that's your thing, man. You're, you're pretty good. So that's what I like about the club, or what are they? Yeah, the club nowadays. Yeah. They bring know, in the old. School. The bullet club. Yeah, they they bring in the old school. Like they they acknowledge them. Yeah, and I think that that has to do with them being in Japan for so long. Well, Gallows has been around forever too. Well, part of it was a. Uh, Fake Kane, he was. Uh, but he was, he was part of uh, CM Punk's group. Yeah, the Straight Edge Society. Straight Edge Society. Yeah. He was Fake Kane. He was Festus. Oh, yeah. one more thing before we wrap this up, just kind of little tidbit. Read a little article today. AJ Lee came out as being bipolar today. Man, that was that was. You were about to say something awesome. Yeah. And then you, then I just you know. You even got. The, I told you AJ what you already knew. Came out as and I'm like oh yeah me yeah. And you went by and I went oh <laughs> polar oh that's a yeah. shame. Well, I, I'm sorry for the letdown, but she left her gimmick. <laughs> yeah, no, and I could probably see that. But that's a shame. No, I can't imagine being bipolar and being married to a punk. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, at least you got something in common with the guy you're married to. He's cantankerous. Yeah. All right, Jim. Why don't you wrap us up? Take us home. On that note, um, that's all we got for this week. We'll be back in two weeks. We'll have plenty more for you. We'll be talking Super Bowl fallout. We'll be talking uh, WWE Elimination Chamber fallout. We'll be talking about how the Flyers have really kicked it in the gear because they will. You watch. Trust the process. Stone Cold Steve Mason will drop stunners on everyone. Oh, you brought it up. Now I have to talk about oh, it. Oh, no. Kevin Owens dropping the stunner, huh? He interrupted my rap. Yeah, he did drop a stunner. That was good. He did drop a stunner. Everybody liked it except for Stone Cold. Awesome. He said, yo, kid, I'll teach you how to do it. You gotta put some stink on it. Yeah. He did, too. It was a weak-looking stunner. Yeah, it was. But, uh... Yeah, all that and more. We'll be back in two weeks with it. For now, 
I'm Jim Drumheller, my broadcast colleague. Jim Bruno. Have a great couple of weeks and enjoy your uh, sports. That's a great play by the cornerback. Yeah, game is over, but the Fisticuffs apparently aren't.